0: My partner, who is 21 years old, and I recently moved in with a buddy who lives with his elderly mother in a suburban home that is around 40 years old and that backs up to a mainly thick and overgrown forested region that extends miles back. We moved in with him about a month ago. Before coming in here, we had just one incident that could not be explained, and our roommate, M27, is not at all skeptical of encounters. Nonetheless. He prefers not to talk about what he sees because he is afraid that it will happen again. My partner is also 36% Sioux Native American, and he has a number of family members who are either half or full. So as well. If it helps to offer more background, I should include that. Before we relocated, my partner and I would get in the car and travel a few times a month to see our future roommate, provided that work or other obligations didn't get in the way. Up until the very last time we visited him before we moved in, we did not experience any strange occurrences or feel the presence of any negative energy. When I got up to use the restroom, we were in the process of watching a movie in what used to be the guest room on the second floor, which is now our bedroom. At that hour, which was somewhere between 1 and 2 in the morning, I was attempting to maintain as much silence as I could. The door that leads from the hallway to the sinks is one of the two doors that can be found in the bathroom on the second floor. The other door leads from the sinks to the shower and the toilet. I did not close and lock the first door, but I did close and secure the second door. I was getting about to get up when the second door suddenly came open on me with full power and struck me in the knee. Because it was such a challenge, I was certain that one of the other men had come in on me. As a result, I exclaimed, hey, someone's in here. But when I glanced up, I realized that there was nobody there. When I got back to the room, I informed my boyfriend and our mutual friend about what had happened, and they both denied having walked in on me at any point. This left me feeling a bit shaken up. My current roommate made a joke about how the land must be playing tricks on you, and he said that it must be the land. I didn't find that very hilarious, so I inquired as to what in the devil he was referring to in that sentence. When I asked him about it, he said that there are reports going around that the land near his home used to be disturbed Indian burial sites in the past. I blamed my amnesia on my exhaustion, which takes us to the present turn of events. I sort of forgot about everything, and I attributed my amnesia to being exhausted. What I am about to discuss is something that has been going on for about a week or two after we moved into our new home. When my roommate arrived home from work, he stood outside smoking a cigarette and saw someone walking across the street from our house. This is how everything got started. As soon as he heard it, he ran downstairs, grabbed his assault rifle, and yelled down to one of us, demanding that we come with him to investigate. My partner advised me to remain in the same location till they returned. Around 20 minutes after they departed, I heard someone scratching on the screen of my open window.
1: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
2: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
0: We are on the second story. At first, I didn't pay much attention to it. But then I heard the men running up the stairs and into my room while attempting to regain their breath. They seemed to be in an extreme state of fear, and I must confess that it made me feel the same way. My roommate began by stating that while he was outside after he came home, he spotted one of his friends strolling across the street from the house. My roommate's statement was the beginning of our conversation. This specific acquaintance resides in Ohio, which is 9 hours away from where we are situated, so he found this to be a very weird occurrence, to say the least. When my roommate yelled out his friend's name, believing it may be him, he received no answer when he did so. My roommate was confused. He let it go, certain that he was hallucinating, until he saw someone go into the woods and the vegetation surrounding it fiercely quake for a few minutes. Only then did he realize that he wasn't seeing things. He entered the room timidly since he wanted to make sure that this individual was all right. But when my boyfriend and he stepped outside, they saw that the individual who had been shaking the bushes had disappeared and the shaking ceased. However, they said that it seemed as if they weren't alone since they kept hearing things like branches and twigs breaking in the distance. In addition to other strange sounds, They were still terrified and quickly returned home before anything further could take place. They opened up the curtains on that window to show three scratch marks on the screen after I informed them about the scratching sound I had heard. On that particular night, we slept together in the same room. During the next several nights, all of us heard nothing except the sounds of birds chirping directly next to the window, and at around 1.45 in the morning, something would strike the siding and maybe most significantly, since since my roommate spotted the weird individual, I've had a creepy feeling whenever I'm in the home alone myself. In most situations, I'm all right up to the point when I have to use the restroom or take a shower. I went to take a shower at approximately 9 o'clock at night, four days after the occurrence that was described before, and I felt uncomfortable the entire time, as if someone were monitoring my every move. Only in the section of the bathroom that contains the toilet and shower and has a window that looks out into the forested area in the rear did I get this sensation. I was in such a state of unease that I did what I needed to do, which was to leave the restroom, and I vowed to myself that I would not return there for the rest of the night. Throughout the whole night, I had trouble falling asleep and found myself wide awake. I went to the bathroom around 3 or 4 in the morning and the entire time I was in there, I heard a bird sound that sounded like either a hawk or a crow being choked. At first, this sound was far away, so I did not worry about it, but the longer I was in the bathroom, the closer and closer the sound got to the house. It sounded like either a hawk or a crow was being choked. It was very close to feeling as though the bird was perched directly in my ear. At this moment, I was really uncomfortable and I made the decision to leave. I had just gotten up, flushed the bathroom, and was going to turn out the lights when I suddenly whirled around and saw a person in the window. It did not in any way resemble a human being, and the very thought of it gave me the creeps. It is really difficult to describe precisely what it looked like, but I definitely recall that it was simply a face that was just barely identifiable and had a claw that looked nearly exactly like an eagle clawing at the bathroom glass. I went into a complete state of panic and hurried down the hall to my room, where I locked the door but left the lights on. When I informed my lover about what I had seen, he seemed to go quite pale. We waited for about an hour before beginning our investigation and turned out the lights in the room. After I described what I had seen to my roommate the next morning, he and my boyfriend made the decision to investigate the wooded area behind our home. Before coming back, they had been gone for a total of two hours. They walked upstairs, bathed, and then sat in quiet below without saying a word to me about anything before they left. I was eventually successful in extracting some information from my partner. He said that what they saw out there was not human and that it terrified him to the point of death. He said that they traveled so far back in the woods that they came upon a clearing that consisted of absolutely nothing. There are no noises, plants, or animals to be found, and there are no trees either. When they heard a cry coming from the woods in front of them, which caused them to feel nervous, they decided to turn around and go back. According to my boyfriend's boyfriend, It sounded unnatural, and they scampered back the way they came. Both of them were and still are very disturbed up as a result of this, and they refused to discuss anything other than the scream. Since that day, our home has been plagued by an endless stream of unexplainable incidents on a daily basis. Even though it isn't even dark yet, the door that was hitting me today was the same one that was hitting me before we moved. Even though my partner and roommate are certain that this is activity involving skinwalkers, I have no idea what is going on. I have not done a lot of research on skinwalkers, but I decided that publishing this here would be the best course of action given the fact that this sub is full with experiences that might be quite similar to mine. I hope that this information is helpful to you. I simply want some answers and the peace of mind that comes with knowing exactly what's going on so that I can get as far away from it as possible. I brought up my boyfriend's ethnicity because I thought that maybe it had some bearing on the activity or belief he was participating in. But he stated that while he was growing up, nobody in his family was ever permitted to speak aloud about skinwalkers or even think about them. When we talk about them. He only ever uses the initials SW to refer to them, and he instructs me to do the same. I just want to say that I really do hope that this is mostly just a coincidence and not a skinwalker, but I really don't know anymore. Although it's possible that this post is in the incorrect section, I really hope that it's not. In order to provide some perspective, I am now in my cabin in the middle of nowhere. The closest town is around 20 to 25 minutes away, and I am surrounded on all sides by forest. My only neighbor is my family. There has always been some weird sht going on up here, but it has never particularly happened to me until now. This place has an uncomfortable vibe no matter the time of day, but particularly at night. Perhaps it's because even if you really needed assistance, you wouldn't be able to find it down here. Around this time last year, I first came into contact with them. I was dozing off on my bed, which was a bunk bed on the top bunk, which faced a window and allowed for a view of the surrounding area. If one turned their head slightly to the side, it was somewhere between five o'clock and six o'clock in the morning. And I woke up early for some reason that to be honest, I can't even remember. Regardless, As I was resting in bed, I was startled awake by a piercing scream that seemed to be coming from outside. My window was open since it was summer and quite hot. Despite the fact that I was completely freaked out by it, I still went to check the outdoors to see what the noise may have been. Nothing. Something that had been screaming continued to do so for another about five minutes before suddenly stopping. The next year, I decided to return This time bringing some marijuana with me to use in the evenings. A few days ago, I went outside for a cigarette on the back porch, which backs directly onto the woods in the area that is visible from the window in my bedroom. While I'm out here smoking, all of a sudden, I hear someone or something giggling. It's not a chuckle that you'd expect to hear from a person, and I have no idea why. It sounded almost exactly like an animal making an attempt to mimic a human chuckle. Very low and with an unusual tone. I didn't give it much thought until I heard trees breaking, which almost caused me to throw up in my trousers. Went inside, slammed the door, and locked it before leaving. I gave giving TV a go, but no matter what I did, I just couldn't escape this horrible sensation. Complete and utter disarray. I am at a loss for words. I had the impression that someone was watching me. I was quite scared, so I quickly rushed into my room to get ready for bed. Then I saw an ominous shadow of a person staring back at me from my window. Because it is around 8 feet from the ground, the window to my bedroom is high enough that a normal human being could not stand next to it and look in. Because it was dark outside and I had my light on, I could hardly see anything. In fact, most of what I saw was my own reflection, but I knew there was something else there. I dashed out of the room for a split second, and when I returned, it was gone. It's a mystery to me how I managed to get any sleep in there that night. Since that day, whenever it's nighttime and I'm up here, I get the impression that I'm being watched. This feeling has persisted ever since. Very uncomfortable, and as I mentioned before, I really have no idea how to express it. Something is constantly banging on the window of my bedroom and making sounds outside. This happens night after night. Regardless of who or what was peering into my window, I have no doubt in my mind that someone or something is following me. Update number one. Last night was quite uneventful in comparison to prior nights. Nevertheless, when we went outside, it seemed like someone was beating on the wall what could it be? It may be the door to the vehicle or the wall, I couldn't tell which it was. There is just one vehicle in my driveway, and that is mine, there was no one else here the night before. The noises were coming from the area just outside the window of my bedroom. Strange as all get out, for sure. Update number two, still alive, (laughs) Hee hee. More thudding can be heard outside my window, and there are a few holes appearing in the gravel driveway, but other than that, there is nothing. My strategy, which consists of barricading the windows and staying inside after dark, seems to be working. Third and last update, I made it. Now that I'm home, I feel like absolute crap, but at least I'm still alive. Strange occurrence, and I won't be going back there ever again. Just a few minutes ago, my boyfriend and I were out and about together traveling about before he had to drive me home. Before that, we had parked in a remote location, which is where we often park on other nights, and both this time and the previous occasion, I got a really bad feeling. My family said that none of our other phones sounded like the find my iPhone alert that went out on my phone the first time it happened. Well, that's strange, there could be a problem well this time just a few minutes ago as we were leaving and on our way back bearing in mind that my boyfriend had his brights on this huge black slender creature gallops across the road incredibly quickly it had a long tail and both my boyfriend and i were under the impression that it was a limping dog however dogs don't limp in that way and this animal had a long fluffy tail The only other creatures that are often seen in the area where we live are rabbits, cats, dogs, and foxes. However, none of these other animals were quite as large as this beast. Whatever it is, it's giving me the chills, and I have no idea if it's supernatural or some type of animal I just don't recognize. I am currently staying at my grandparents' house which is located in the middle of nowhere in a very rural area. My cousin and I keep having strange experiences that we believe may be related to a skinwalker. Although I have a fundamental understanding of skinwalkers, I figured that asking a community for advice and insight would be the best course of action. There has always been an unsettling atmosphere up here, and recently there have been some really strange occurrences. To begin, there is a motion sensor light near one of the outbuildings on the property that has been going off at night late at night without anyone being there and making strange sounds. At first, there's never been a faster or
2: easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify.
0: but then it continued occurring at about 11 to 11.30 at night. Again, another time, my cousin and I were sitting on a van when we looked over and saw that my grandfather was staring at us with a dead eyed stare. He didn't say a word, he just stared at us for about 45 seconds, which was out of character and unusual. After he walked away, a few minutes later we went to go inside, and we ran into him again as he was walking out of the house and he said, I was just about my cousin has been seeing and hearing things that aren't there, and we simply aren't sure whether we are fools or if something does seem odd to other people as well. Is it just my cousin that is having these experiences, or does something seem off to other people as well? Edit. After making the foolish choice to wait in my grandpa's store with my cousin, we decided that it would be best to observe the situation from a distance and see if the light would turn on. After I had finished setting up, I became aware of the unusually high number of owls that I could hear in this region, Idaho, as well as the fact that the amount of owls that I could hear here was not natural. Putting that thought to the side, I researched skinwalkers and learned that they frequently take the form of animals such as foxes, wolves, coyotes, crows, and owls. Additionally, we continued to hear. My mother is not easily startled, but she stopped dead where she was and she shined her flashlight to where she thought she heard something. My cousin and I just looked at each other because we knew that my mother wouldn't believe us if we told her what we thought was really going on if she asked us about it. My mother is not easily startled, but she stopped dead where she was and she shined her flashlight to where she thought she heard something. She ended up leaving, and we walked with her to a smaller shed room where some batteries are kept because we needed them but my mom slowed down and ended up far behind us. We ended up in the shed, and we didn't see her but we could hear her talking, and it was obvious that she would have seen us because we were there. We freaked out but continued looking for batteries, and I watched my mom go to the door and open the screen, but I closed the shed door before. After that, we headed back, and while we were going, we once again heard the unusual and disturbing bark, and it refused to stop, So we raced back inside the store, and it stopped. I also heard that when skinwalkers are nearby, they leave behind a putrid odor. In Idaho, there are always a lot of dairies, and I am used to it because they smell. However, recently I have been smelling the most god-awful smells, and I just assumed it was the dairy even though I have never smelled dairy like that before, so I am not sure if it could have been the skinwalker, but I think it was my cousin and I wanted to see what it would look like with the lights off so we turned off the two switches for the lights, the TV stayed on as it was supposed to, and I went to turn the lights back on but they wouldn't even light up a little like they usually do. To mention that the shop is set up as a fairly large building that has lights, a bunch of outlets for various tools, and a television, we had the TV on and the lights take a few seconds too. I put on some easy listening music so that we wouldn't have to wait in total stillness to hear something that we didn't want to hear. I was listening to music, and I kept hearing a loud pounding and other strange sounds, but I cranked up the volume of the music so that my cousin wouldn't be able to hear them. In the end, we were able to make it back inside the home, but this evening will always stand out in my memory as one of the few times in my life when I was actually afraid. Again, I'm not 100% certain that this is an incidence with a skinwalker, but I thought I'd ask for some comments on it. Therefore, many thanks. I ask for your patience, as I want for this to be a very detailed encounter. I have a tiny podcast that I run online, and in it, I interview a wide variety of individuals about their encounters with the supernatural. It is used to hunt for clues to prove that we are living in a simulation, which is why we speak about everything and everything that occurs in life, including, at times, encounters of cryptids that we cannot explain. Let me just say that the show, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, seems to classify the phenomenon as alien, or as part of a paranormal category dealing with UFOs and WAPs. Now, Before I am ridiculed for putting skinwalkers and cryptids in the same category, let me just say that before I am ridiculed for putting skinwalkers and cryptids in the same category. As a result, the general public views skinwalkers as an inexplicable phenomena, which has been integrated as a component of the Native American traditions found in the western United States. The problem with this is that the creatures, which are identified as wolves standing on their hind legs or appearing out of portals, and that appear to be 10 to 15 feet tall, along with the strange lights or sounds that happen around the vicinity, all seem to point to an explanation that is completely different from this one. The phenomenon that is occurring in the Utah slash Colorado area with lights, portals, and entities, should now be classified more as extraterrestrial or extra-dimensional, In my opinion, if it is not skinwalkers, which are therefore Native American, Navajo, witches, curses, or any other types of things you want to label them. If this is not the case, then I believe that whatever it is should be categorized more as extraterrestrial or extra-dimensional. In any case, the main point is that skinwalkers aren't exclusive to the Western world. I recently had an interview with a guy from Georgia who claimed to have come face to face with a cryptid in a manner that was both extraordinary and absolutely astounding. I will provide a link to the video here so that you may watch it and pay attention to all of the hints that he provides based on his experience. Nevertheless, I shall discuss the parallels in the next section of this piece. Skinwalker Sighting in Georgia When I initially heard about his incident, I was perplexed and inquisitive about it, nevertheless, given the amount of attention that had already been brought to it, I instantly disregarded it as just another cryptid sighting to record in my files. It wasn't until another piece of news came over my desk that I started to pay attention to what's going on in the central states, particularly in the Appalachian Mountains. In more recent times, I had a conversation with a guy from Tennessee whose name was Scott. Skinwalker scene in Tennessee? My friend Scott took me on a tour of the location on his property where he had an experience with a cryptid, and I was surprised to see that there were so many parallels between that case and the one from Georgia. It wasn't until I took a step back and looked at the similarities that actually occurred from the Skinwalker sightings in the western states that I realized that we were looking at almost the same type of entities, or at the very least, the same type of phenomenon. This realization came about when I looked at the similarities that actually occurred from the sightings of skinwalkers in the western states. When it comes to skinwalkers, the question that has to be answered is, are we dealing with witchcraft and other forms of dark magic, or are we dealing with cryptids? On the basis of the reports that I have obtained, I am going to initiate an intensive inquiry into this matter, and I would want for you to accompany me on it. It has piqued my interest to learn if or whether anybody in the central states, and in particular the Appalachian mountain area or the Appalachian Trail, has had an encounter with a cryptid, creature, or even a phenomena that is likely similar to the tales of skinwalkers told in the western states. The fact that some people believe the skinwalker is nothing more than a witch or a Native American curse, and that its primary motivation is spiritual, is the root of the issue, in my opinion. However, there is an issue with this too-wide definition, and that is the fact that the real witnesses of these Skinwalker instances indicated as a monster that looks like a werewolf. They even go so far as to believe that occasionally these animals would mysteriously emerge within their proximity via portals, sometimes known as gates. When we talk about the concept of a werewolf, it gives more weight to the notion of cryptids than it does to the idea of a supernatural occurrence. The presence of a werewolf does not give legitimacy to a spiritual being or anything that is associated with the spiritual tales of Native Americans. It seems to me that any form of visible creature that does not have an appearance consistent with that of a human being has the potential to be some kind of cryptid. In point of fact, I am of the opinion that extraterrestrials should be considered a cryptid phenomena until it can be shown differently. Putting all of that to one side, I would want to start a conversation in the hopes of discovering a connection between the accounts that are found in the states of the central region and the accounts that are found in the states of the western region. It is quite fascinating to me because a lot of people connect skinwalkers with Native Americans, and as a result, they believe sightings to be authentic if they take place in states such as Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, or New Mexico.
2: Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and
0: 365-day returns. ...that the Navajo inhabit this region, yet I ask that you bear with me. The difficulty with using this example is that there were Native Americans living all over this continent before the pioneers came and inhabited it. When we take a moment to consider it, there were a great number of Native American tribes who called the Appalachian Mountains their home. In point of fact, it was acknowledged that the Cherokee made up the majority of the population there. Nevertheless, there were also individuals of Iroquois, Powhatan, and Shawnee descent living there. People will sit there and say that the skinwalker is only a western state phenomenon because it comes from specific Native American folklore. However. It is abundantly clear that Native Americans were a part of the Appalachian Mountains, as well as the Appalachian Trail. This is something that fascinates me. Therefore, is it not likely that we would witness the same kind of Native American phenomena in states such as Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Mississippi, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and even more of these states? The point that I'm trying to make is that I believe we can draw a line that clearly shows the event itself may not be tied to a curse, witchcraft, or any kind of Native American mythology. This is the conclusion that I've come to after doing some research on the topic. On the other hand, it's possible that it's connected to a real-life occurrence that's taking on everywhere in the United States and maybe even abroad in the globe, but we haven't noticed it yet for some reason. Therefore. It is feasible for individuals to see the phenomena known as a skinwalker in other nations and it is most certainly possible to witness the skinwalker phenomenon in other states including the eastern portion of the united states this is going to be the first of many postings but i wanted to invite everyone to follow along with me as i begin to study and unearth the particulars of the phenomena particularly the parallels between the western and eastern states for instance Everything I have learned up to this point includes the items listed below. The following characteristics are shared by skinwalkers from the west states and those from the central states, radio noise or sounds that are comparable to walkie talkies speaking into or around them radio noise or sounds that are comparable to walkie talkies speaking into or around them. Having the experience of seeing an animal or humanoid being that has the appearance of a wolf or a werewolf. It has the appearance of being invisible, but it is not really invisible, and it is quite similar to the camouflage shown in the Predator movies, translucent with outer line of body seen, There are several noises that may be heard, including humming, energy sounds, booms, and explosions. It seems like portals are opening and shutting, and that something is moving through them. The height of the creatures ranges from 9 to 15 feet. The witness hears sounds of breathing, growling, or sniffing coming from unseen animals, but the animals themselves cannot be seen. There are lights seen in the area that are glowing. Temperature shifts, as well as a precipitous drop in temperature in some areas where activity is occurring. A condition affecting the subject's sense of direction, such as vertigo or dizziness. Instances of time that went missing. It seems as if there are shadow figures, or the figure's shadows. Other sorts of creatures, such as Bigfoot or aliens, have also been reported by some individuals, in place of wolves. Regardless of where you reside, if you have encountered anything similar to this, I would appreciate it if you could tell me about it. Not only would we want to have you on the program, but we would also like to collect information about your experience so that we may include it in our study. I just wanted to say hello to everyone and seek some feedback on anything. To begin, my home is located in a more rural region of Eastern Tennessee. About 20 kilometers separate this location from the nearest food shop. I am very much encircled by agricultural land on all sides. Since I can remember, people have said that the neighborhood I reside in is haunted. To make a long tale short, the area behind my property is completely agriculturally zoned and consists of farmland. During the last several months, whenever I have gone outdoors in the evening to water my garden, I have been startled by the sounds that emanate from the field that is located back my home. I have heard what sounded like a lady yelling, I have heard someone shout hey, and at one point I even believed I heard my mother call out my name from the field. Last night, My dog was barking and growling like crazy, so my husband went outside to look around to make sure nothing was out there. He said he heard what sounded like a baby crying in the field, but he said it sounded very distorted and was most certainly not human. My husband had heard a voice say his name on multiple occasions. In the end, he walked back inside, and when we went back outside to have another listen, we saw that the noise had ceased. I have no idea what is taking on here. My husband is part Cherokee, and he has said that he has a hunch that it may be a Wendigo or Skinwalker perhaps. We live on Indian burial grounds, and the entire region I'm in is practically an Indian burial site, so I've heard. I simply wanted to hear a few other people's perspectives on what it may potentially be since it seems to be becoming more bold. It's true that I could simply brush it off and claim it's a mountain lion or something similar, but the fact that it's called both my name and my husband's name on several times leads me to think that it's not an animal at all. Has anybody else in the state of Tennessee or anyone else in the world experienced anything similar? Oh, and I almost forgot, this past winter we had a few big snows, And one morning when I walked out to the backyard I discovered these prints that looked like the toe portion was a goat hoof and the rear was like the back of a high heel shoe. This was during the time when we had a few thick snows. The length of the print was about one foot. I have no idea what it might have possibly been. We are still attempting to figure out precisely what it was that we witnessed the other day with the help of a buddy. We have gone over this topic innumerable times in an effort to rationally understand how anything like this could be feasible. We can only hope that someone on this forum would share their opinions and thoughts with us about what truly took place. Since I just got my hands on a little bass boat, My first mate Legov and I have been itching to go out on the water and investigate the lake and all of its islands, in addition to learning how to fish in the area. We just moved here from another state. Because of the low hanging bridge that restricts boats from accessing the region, my friends and I chose to go fishing on the 4th of July in a very remote portion of the lake that we call no man's land. Because of its little size, my boat is able to pass below, but i've never seen any other vessel making its way through there we made the decision to enter the cove to a greater depth than we ever have previously when the walkway in front of us suddenly divides into three branches while we are leisurely fishing our way across the lake i ask which one of the forks we should follow as soon as i ask leg of which way to take he replies the middle one So we keep going straight even though the water is now flowing along a more congested and river-like course. This is the point in time when a series of events took place in rapid succession, and we have discussed it after the fact in an effort to remember the sequence in which these things took place. At first, we were both startled and unnerved when we heard a peculiar sound that sounded like a human voice coming from the trees that were located beyond the beach. What exactly was that? Legov asked. I responded with a dog since it was the first image that sprang into my head. The first thing that came out of Legov's mouth was, I don't believe it was a dog. Then we saw a bird perched high above us on a branch, gazing down at us from its vantage point. Legov said that the culprit may have been the bird. I responded by saying, yeah, maybe I'm not sure when it came into my hand. But at some point I pulled my handgun and held it down by my side. I can't remember exactly when it happened. The fishing bow was held by Legov. As we floated down the river with our eyes fixed on the shore, the two of us also had a really strange sensation. We made our way to a rotten pine tree that had fallen over and was now laying on the coastline while being partially buried in the water. Then the event took place. We are getting closer to the lake when we hear the sound of a really loud animal with extremely heavy feet racing through the trees. It nearly seemed like it was prancing, so at first I believed it was a deer. However, as it grew closer and louder, we both recognized that it was not a deer at all. It was a really enormous canine that was completely pitch black. My mind immediately jumped to the conclusion that it was a coyote, but upon closer inspection, I saw that it was considerably larger, roughly the size of a large German Shepherd. We were floating across from the bank that it was coming, and it was moving very swiftly, like a dark shadow jumping through the woods. However, it did not seem to have any texture or features, rather, it gave the impression of being smooth and hazy. There was no fur on it, and we couldn't make out its face or eyes, all we could see was the form of its body and its large ears which resembled those of a wolf. However, it was unmistakably the remains of a canine. It didn't take long for adrenaline to start pumping through our bodies, and my first thought was that we were going to have to defend ourselves. It nearly gave the impression that it was coming straight towards us, but in reality, it was weaving between the trees and dodging in order to get to the section of coastline that we were now paddling by. Although we were frightened, The fact that there was fifteen feet of water between our boat and the land helped us feel more at ease. To get to us, it would have to swim a distance, which I didn't think was very feasible. It proceeded to run through the trees and shortly arrived to the area of the beach that was within our control. It sprang majestically from the coast and fell headfirst into the sea just in front of us, and under the pine tree that was partially submerged in the water. Stomp, stomp, stomp splash. That completed the exercise. As we waited to hear it swim or move toward us, we did our best to hold our breath. The impact caused a few little waves that reached our boat. In retrospect, Legov is certain that the splash should have been far larger given the size of the beast. Keep an eye out for it to rise again. I spoke in a whisper. I had never heard of dogs being able to swim underwater before, Yet here we were seeing it happen right in front of our own eyes. We had to wait. Nothing. Silence. Only the faint sound of the waves it caused, which were gradually disappearing. We waited for around 20 more seconds, but there was still no response. It was as if the power to the whole forest had been cut off. Silence. Our attention was riveted on the fallen pine tree that it attempted to hide beneath. Legov speculates that the animal may just be standing in the water under the tree. After mustering up some confidence, we troll the boat a little closer to the tree in order to check it, but there is nothing there. There is not a trace of anything. At this time, we are really taken aback by everything. Stunned. It's not there anymore. How could it have been taken away? How is it possible for anything so massive to to disappear? Particularly a creature of that magnitude. Legov finally broke the stillness after another 30 seconds had passed when he said, You saw what I saw, right? I feel a shudder go down my spine at this very thought. I respond by saying everything. But really, what the F was that? Legov stated. My response was, I believe we saw a demon. And both of us nervously chuckled at my statement. We continue to float in disbelief along the beach for at least the next 10 minutes, looking for any indication that we weren't losing our minds. Legov searched the depths of the water, hoping to see the creature when it surfaced for breath. It never did. How in the heck could anything that looked like a large black wolf just vanish into thin air, or water for that matter? Skeptics that we are, we are sure that there is a rational justification for what we saw, but we are unable to locate it. If it had just dipped its body in the water momentarily before escaping, one, we would have been able to see it go away in any direction, and two, we would have been able to hear it since anything that puts weight on the leaves creates a loud noise. But there was just stillness, the most profound lack of sound. If that information is of any use, we are located in the center of Tennessee. We are still feeling the effects of this to some degree. This is totally and completely accurate. You are not being misled in any way. Any insight on this matter would be much appreciated.